Hi to all out there, our people out there. And thank you so much for tuning in. And welcome to the podcast, Straight Talk, where we talk about what we want to talk about, how we want to talk about, and the way we want to talk about it. We say what we feel. We don't care. So thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, the people's host of this great show, Leroy. So sit back and listen up for all of the fun and always thank you so much for all your support you have given us so far the numbers are going up there people let's bring them up even more put your friends put your family all onto this let them know where this great podcast is and tell them to tune in and support us so i like to thank start the week off with somebody i just found recently that is katie proctor for senator official campaign website i never knew anything about this person and you know me i am not a person that gives a shit about politicians or votes or cares about politics but this lady is like the coolest person ever because she is the anti-politician everybody was fighting in the senate and she was she was um reading Learn how to not give a fuck. <laughs> Which was a perfect middle finger to all these assholes out there. So definitely. Oh, it's just she's um, smart, tough, and fearless when it comes to protection California females. Katie Proctor does not break down. She's cool as shit, man. <laughs> so Rudy and fight Proctor. Let's see. Taxpayers. She's got to support taxpayers and middle class. Well... You know the jibber-jabber from all of these fucking politicians, so whatever. Um, So as a consumer advocate, I have seen how rules get chipped to the Wall Street favor, often by the politicians backed by special interests and ran for office to change that. So is she really going to do that? More power to you, because... That's one of the biggest gripes I have right now. So, one of, not the. When Republicans had full control over the Congress, they cut taxes for the ultra wealthy and tried to rip off health care from millions with extreme against talking about representing the ACA. Okay. If you're, like I said, if she's really going to keep these problems, she's really supporting this, more power to you. Because not a lot of people do it. I applaud the administration who recognize how cruel children care is to the strong, stable economy. But privileged health is just one senator is not enough. So there, I give, I, eh? So far, if she's really for all this shit and she's really willing to change it, I'm down. Let's see how you could shake shit up because that would be great. So let's see. Oh, we have a Wikipedia. Catherine Moore Proctor, born January 3rd, 1974, is an American politician, law professional, and lawyer who is the U.S. Representative for California 47th Congress District since 2023. So she did win that. Previously represented by the 54th Congress District. I'm not up on politics, so I didn't even know she was in, so... Uh, yes, I fucked up on that one. Um, from 2009, 45th Congress District for 2019 to 2023, she is the first Democratic to be elected into the present, pre- present 
the fourth, 54th district covering much of South Central Orange County, including all these different places over there. Let's find out a little bit more about her. Proctor guaranteed from um, graduated from the universe, Yale University, oh, and Harvard Law School. Damn. Hey, if she's carrying a book, not give a fuck. She graduated from these places, man. She's a pretty smart chick. She taught law in several universities, including University of California, Ivan William S. B. Boys School of Law, University of Iowa, and Congre- um, Congressional Progress Caucus. So she's she's got a lot of stuff there, man. She was born January third, nineteen seventy four, in Fort Dodge, Iowa. She grew up on a farm in southern Iowa. Her father, Dan Potter, Porter, was a farmer and turned banker. Her mother, Liz, was the founder of Fonts and Porter Loves of Quality. I don't know what that is. After graduating from the Philly Academy, Potter attended Yale University, where she majored in American Studies, graduated in 1996, and her graduate thesis was the title, The Effects of Corporate Farming on Rural Communities. She's for the farmers now. I'm liking this lady more and more. As she really stands up for all she says she does, and she always supports this stuff. Hey, screw Congress, man. Run for president. Potter latest attended Harvard Law School, where she was noted editor of the Harvard Women's Law Journal and member of the Board of Student Advisory. She studied under bankruptcy law professionals. So her career, here we go, career. Potter was a law clerk for the Judge Richard S. Arnold of the United States Court of Appeals in the 8th District of Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, where good old Billy Boy Bill Clinton came from. So Potter was also associate professor of law at University of Nevada, um, Las Vegas School of Law. In 2005, she joined the uh, facility of the University of Iowa College of Law as an associate professor, became a full professor there in 2011 and also in 2011 she became the turn profession professor at the university of california ivern school of law potter's textbook modern consumers law addresses consumer law in light of frank whoever that is and in march of 2012 california attorney general camilla harris announced potter to be the state independent Monitor of banks and nationwide $25,000 billion mortgage. So the House of Representatives, here we go. Yo, I'm liking this lady more and more as I read here. So 2020, Potter ran for the election of the second term. There we go. Help America's Run Act. In March 2019, Potter introduced the Help American Run Act, a bill that would help allow people running for the House of Senate to use campaign contributions to pay for health Care premiums, older care, and child care. Okay. So she's so far a pretty decent person. Okay. Impeachment of Donald Trump. Oh, God. Potter received recognition for being one of the first Democrats in the swing district to support an independent acquittal based on the fate of Robert Mueller's to acquit, to impeach Donald Trump. <laughs> this later gets better by the fucking minute. <laughs> Can we just impeach all of them and put her in office? Yo, seriously. 
We never had a woman president, did we? Hmm. Maybe we have one here, huh? She's a pretty cool lady, man. Definitely check her out. Look her up, man. She's as cool as hell. There's like a really cool. Just put her um put her name in and how I'm putting it in as we're talking. How not to give a fuck. If you put that in and go into images and Google, you will see her sitting there reading the book while everybody fights. <laughs> and she looks like she's really into the book, so good. You just got to look it up. She looks like a cool-ass lady, man. Oh, now she's showing one of the other senators a section in it. <laughs> this just writes itself here, man. Holy shit. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Representative Kate Potter doing some light reading during the 15th speaker's vote. So as everybody's voting, she's showing people how not to give a fuck. This lady's my hero. <laughs> how could you not like her, man? This is great. Definitely look up that picture 100%, man. She's my new hero. For today's age, she's like the coolest lady there is, man. She really don't give a fuck. That's the best part of it. <laughs> so, speaking of not giving a fuck, <laughs> I would like to give a round of applause to Kobe Bryant's wife. She won her case against... All these idiots over there at the police station who sat there, took pictures of her departed daughter and husband, laying there burnt and passed it around like a bunch of freaking jackasses, showing friends and thinking it was hilarious. So maybe we should burn your asses and take pictures of you and showing it to your family. How about that, assholes? So hopefully they get fired. She did win her money and hopefully they get rid of these stupid assholes soon. I'm telling you, man, I don't I don't get these fucking people. Like, how you sit there and just do this shit? I don't get it. You take fucking pictures here of people. Like, really? What were you thinking? Like, you thought this shit was funny? I mean, don't get me wrong. We've all looked at pictures and stuff. And, you know, we were like, hey, check this out. You know, I mean... We've all done it. We've all done it, but, you know, we don't show it to our friends and go, look, it's hilarious. We just look and be like, oh, my God, that's, like, really fucked up what happened. So, Kobe Bryant's wife over there. I'm sorry. I completely lost the name there. Let me just. I'm over here looking up stuff here. But, Kobe Bryant's wife. Let's see. I don't want to not say her name, so. Vanessa Bryan. I don't know how the hell I forgot that. Vanessa Bryan, applause to you, miss. I'm so happy for you. They turned that tragedy that happened to you and your family into a laughing stock and a fucking shit. Like, that was horrible when it happened. I'm. I didn't. I wasn't like a huge Kobe Bryan fan or anything like that. But I didn't hate the guy. He's a really good basketball player and all, but I'm not a Lakers fan, so 
I'm not going to say what team I like, but I'm not a Lakers fan, okay? And it's not just because bitchy LeBron's over there now. But, um, hey, more power to you, Vanessa. I applaud you. Thank you so much for doing what you did, standing up for your family. That was great. So she won in the court case. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Kobe Bryant's wife, Vanessa, wins court case for the almost $29 million of of her cash, um, over crash photos. I want to say cash for a minute there, because looking at that tremendous amount. So the legendary Kobe Bryant, his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, and seven other who were killed in the helicopter crash on January 26, 2020, after he had crashed into a mountain due to exhaust fogs. Vanessa Bryant, the widow of NBA great Kobe Bryant was awarded $29 million by Los Angeles court over the photos that have that their deputies shared on the helicopter crash that husband and her daughter Gianna and seven others died in. His wife Vanessa settled her claim for $28.8.5 million with a $15 million of figured awards to the for the following trial in federal court. So she won... Hopefully they do something to these jackass deputies who think they can just get away with shit. Because that is really fucked up, to be honest with you. So, I don't know, man. That's pretty messed up. So, are we ready to talk about some supercars? Follow up, more franchise backstories behind the FBI. Wreck Fiori F50 is revealed. The story of the 1996 Ferrari F50 that was stolen from Pennsylvania dealership lost for five years, then crashed by the FBI agent, has gone some pilot um, twist, political twist, plot twist, I mean. <laughs> story began in 2003 with the Tom Baker, an airline pilot who loved for, the thing, for all things Ferrari and serious um, talent of slick talking. And the end, so, he, so basically these people... Stole this Ferrari. It's a pretty cool looking car, by the way. I'm not all into Ferraris, but it's pretty cool. According to Barney Bank, worked for professionals making um, radiology. Here we go. So it was stolen in the Long Island dealership out of 1985 Ferrari Testarossa. His piece of resistance was the F50 Baker. Without his driver's license, waltzed into the alleged Ferrari um, Maserati in Philadelphia and claimed he was the CEO of California tech firm. Also, it was Long Island, California. I thought it was in New York. Um, he said that he fl he flown into Atlanta to look at the F50 and was ready to make down payment And after a test drive. When the dealership handed over the keys, Baker took off accelerating the F-50 number 29 to 100 miles per hour before crashing into a hill and disappearing. The next time anyone saw the car was in 2008 when the FBI agent seized it from Kentucky Emergency Room Dr. Bake Becker and sold it to the doctor who had reportedly crashed stolen after checking the VIN against the Ferrari records. Lost both cars and $375,000 had to be paid back for it. That's where the story takes an odd turn when Baker, the brazen appearance, heartless, 
con man gave the F-150 buyer his money back, an appropriate attempt to cover his tracks, although the whole order Baker appeared to be cool with. With the car in hand and the feds arrest him, Baker, the insurance company was notified and the car has been found and the F-150 was put into storage prior to Baker's sentencing. The two FBI agents allegedly moving the car from one storage facility to another ran the car into a tree, totaling it. Good job, guys. Another bunch of jackass law people. Motors Insurance Group wants the feds to pound up money that is paid alleged car back in 2003. They also likely to know extreme two agents were going to be driving the car. The Department of Justice, however, won't budge. They say that the, since the Ferrari was being detained by the FBI for investigation, the money isn't their problem. And courts... What the heck? Sorry. I just saw this. So, there you go with Ferrari over there, taking the Ferrari going out. I'm sorry, I just got a text message that was kind of weird. Um, so, that was a little bit odd there. So, there we go. Now, TV series going on to, um, what you call it, Netflix. There's a lot of stuff on Netflix now if you're looking at TV series and stuff like that. Sorry, I just got a text message that just blindsided me there for a second i wasn't too i was kind of taken back by it there for a second um okay sorry about that i'll keep my composure here we'll be professionals here right so that's what i wanted to talk to about so far and of course we got 10 minutes here to end before we end the show but i wanted to go into food intermittent fasting and a lot of health tips. I had some people, some friends of mine, listen to the podcast and was talking to me about my health tips. And I thank them so much for everything and all the support. Thank you so much to shout out there, my friend. Thank you for listening to the podcast and supporting us. I really appreciate it, my man. But he was talking about the intermittent fasting. Well, the food prep. He was more along the lines of the food prep. I'm in for the intermittent fasting. So, you know... Thank you, God. Thank you so much. So, you know, food prep is very important. And I know I've said this in other videos, and I'm going to tell you how everything's working with the intermittent fasting and everything. So you guys are aware of that situation. Because I, I now got, what, a week under my belt of doing it? So I'm pretty much getting to the norm of it with everything. But food preparation. I do have a video on my YouTube page if you want to see some of the basics of stuff that I have for my food preparation. And honestly, the basics would be to get um, containers to put your food in. Not plastic containers, especially if you're putting them in the microwave. You do not want to put anything like that in the microwave at all. Okay. So do not put that in the microwave, okay? So please, do not do that. Um, I I don't know how much I could stress that. But, um, 
do not ever put that in the microwave, the plastic ones. It's just more chemicals that you don't need in your body. So make sure you get the glass ones. You can get the plastic tops because you're not going to have the tops on it when you're microwaving it, of course. You know, you don't want all that crap in you. So definitely do the glass. Make sure you're doing the right stuff. Do the glass, not the plastic. Okay? That's number one. I can't stress that enough. You want good stuff in you. You don't want to put more chemicals in you. The food industry and the drug men and, and, uh, industry are doing enough of that shit already for you. So don't do that anymore. Okay? Don't do that shit, please. Don't go toasting your insides with more chemicals from the plastic shit, okay? So definitely 100% go for the glass. I know it's a little bit more money, but in the long run, you know, you'd be better off. So definitely. So definitely go for the glass. I, I would definitely say that, you know, I would go for the glass, not that. And also, I would say definitely food scale because sometimes if you look at the back of the stuff, it's not always in cups and half cups and all that. So I would go and do the whole, um, what you call it, I would go with a food scale. You can get it on Amazon. Um... What the hell's the other place? Amazon, Walmart, um, Target. You can get a food scale, any place like that, any big stores, even like a Kohl's or something like that. You could definitely pick up a very decent food scale. That would help you out. Don't go buy cups and shit like that because not everything is measured on the labels. And MyFitnessPal is a paid thing, so if you're looking for something free, check out some apps there. I haven't found the app that I'm most interested in, but I do write down everything and I do measure everything. So definitely 100%. Um, as for intermittent fasting, the first day was killer, man. Really hard. It was really hard to do, so definitely was harsh. But um, any after the first day, the next day was a lot easier. And honestly, on the weekends when you have more free time, it's a hell of a lot harder when you're free time. Because you think about it more, you have the food very unavailable to you. And, you know, it's doing it's more harsh. But I would definitely, definitely... I started on a Saturday and Sunday when I was free, so it was a little bit harder. I had some stuff to do on Saturday, so that kind of helped it. And I wanted to be able to get food if I needed to. So that was my main goal to starting on that day. And then Sunday was the day to kind of feel it out. Being at work and doing work stuff definitely helps to keep your mind off of it and helps it. Because especially if you don't have your food right there next to you, it does help. Definitely. So definitely another tool to use while you're doing stuff like that for sure. So I would definitely look into that. But intermittent fasting has been good for me so far. It's the first week I did drop some weight and I do feel the difference in myself. I do feel a lot more energy and healthier and stuff. So definitely that I would 100% say.
say yes to that. So definitely look into that and remember to not keep the chemicals and the shit that you're using to make your food and stuff like that and keep the chemicals out of your food. Be more organic and natural. There's enough chemicals and crap in this world. We don't need any more in our body. So definitely check that out. So like I said, I had a little bit of a text message there. So it's something I have to take care of. So we're cutting a little short here. So our call of action, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find us where you find all your favorite podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Pod, and Apple Pod. The final word, I'm your host, Leroy, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for all the support and your continued support. Thank you so much. Remember to subscribe, and like always, have a great and productive week.